everybody. Welcome to Franken Nerd, our weekly podcast where we go over what's trending in our nerd pop culture world of today. I'm your host, April. And as always, I'm joined by Chase. Fuck you. That's <laughs> what up, rude. April? That's really rude. We took a break last week because we wanted to enjoy our Memorial Day week. And yes, <laughs> week and kind of was a week for me. <sighs> well, must be nice. How was your vacation? It was awesome. I'm great. sorry. <laughs> I'm glad I your was, vacation was great. I was, did you did you have a vacation? No, you didn't. I'm sorry. I worked six days. Then on one of my days, I drove to Pahrump where I was there and I didn't get home till 1230 in the morning. So so kind of Pahrump is a suburb of Vegas and it's like a tiny little town and it has nothing there and it's about an hour and a half away. Pahrump is is known for its beauty. It's known for its brothels or whores. Yes, that's what it's known for. So um, we didn't have a pod last week. So I have a little bit of news, but I'm kind of going off of news this week. I'm not like going far back. So do you want to get into the news? Because we are going to be talking about other stuff on the pod today. Uh, Yeah, let's get into it. We're going to talk about Sweet Tooth later. Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. But first, we're going to talk about news. So while we record this podcast... We air this podcast on Wednesdays, right? Correct. But we record on Mondays. Yes. So yesterday was the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. It was. Did you watch it? No, right? No. Yeah, no, me neither. I did not care. Remember we were talking about we wanted Floyd to like knock him out? Did not happen. It didn't. Yeah. Lasted eight rounds. All eight. (sighs) No winner. Technically, there's no winner because that's... They were like saying it had to be knockout, you know, Um, Logan Paul lasted eight rounds, which I guess is impressive. Floyd Mayweather, um, I guess, like pretty much missed anything he punched. Hmm. So, yeah, I saw some like TikTok things in um, like late last night. Mm -hmm. But uh, since I saw that it like Mayweather just didn't crush him, I was just like, fuck. We're like, who cares? Stupid. Who cares? Maybe they're maybe they're trying to build it up to where Mayweather fights his stupid little brother. I'm I'm so cynical that I just think that it was just like a total publicity stunt, just yeah. a fucking a money maker. Um, I think that they said like just alone he had already made Mayweather had already made like thirty million dollars. Perfect. He said I had fun. I I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you did while you're filling your pockets with money. Yeah. So. So that, that happened. That happened. Um. I don't, I guess I don't care. Um, also, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry had their baby girl. What? Yeah, this is their second child together. And uh, they named her, it was something like, I know Diana's in it. I think Diana's the middle name, obviously, after Princess Diana, Harry's mom. Oh, I saw it. What is it? It's different. It's L- different. Lisbeth or something like that? Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but it was like I think it remember like it ended with like bet because it it's it's to it's after his great his his grandma mm. Queen Elizabeth okay and then Princess Diana and then so it's like a combination of their names oh that's very cute right yeah. so they just had their baby congrats on the baby Woo. and um then 
In other news, okay, remember, did you see all that stuff? Oh, yeah, I told you about it. Ellie Kemper from The Office. Oh, yeah. Um, So she actually came out today to speak about it. She's like, I am KKK. No, she obviously denounced white supremacy, and she addressed the photos of the debutante pageant, and she said she was 19 and had no idea what was going on. Basically was like, I didn't realize it was that kind of place. Okay. So that happened. Hmm. Yeah, that was uh, what you were telling me about that yesterday. Like, uh, she was in like a beauty pageant or something, and it became, or it turned out that it was like some sort of fucking KKK thing. It's so, so from what I've researched, is that it's an organization that's like rooted in racism. So, like, they're, yeah, mm. very white supremacy related. Is Midwest? I honestly don't remember. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to, I feel like it was Midwest somewhere. Um, Chase in Chicago. (laughs) I don't really know where there's debutantes. I've never, I mean, if they're in Vegas, I've never, ever seen one. Or I've never known of anyone who's in it. So I'm I'm assuming that's more of a Midwest, Southern thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a debutante is like, like becoming a woman or whatever crap, isn't it? That's a word that has never come out of my mouth. And I'm not even going to pronounce it right now. Debutante. Yeah. So it would be to me. Like, I guess the only comparison I can think of is how, um, like, Hispanic girls have a quinceañera. Mm, I said that very white. You're welcome, everyone. Quinceañera. Quinceañera. But, like, you know, when they're 15, they have a quinceañera, and it's, like, to they're becoming, like, women. So I think, like, debutante is something of that status. Okay. Just speaking like I know it. I don't. You do. This is me assuming. We have a microphone. So it means we're right. So she basically came out and denounced all that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all that. Yeah. Um. This is for you. This bit of news. Uh, golfer oh. John Ram. That's his name. Ram. I'm gonna call him Ram. Wow. R A H M Ram. Um. He was at the PGA Tour and uh, was what on the like green and he tested positive for COVID they told him he was in he was far in the lead (laughs) he was six strokes ahead of everyone told him he tested positive for COVID live on TV bye gotta leave so fucked up I feel for him I feel (laughs) fucking bad for him bye John Ram you can equate that to anything a fucking NASCAR or something like you're like two you're a lap ahead of second place like any kind of fucking it's 40 to zero football you know like it's it's anything like that and sorry. Shouldn't I mean, been. why couldn't they have just let him play alone? Maybe that's not cool, but that's where I'm at with it right now. <laughs> it's just a weird catch 22, right? Because if you really think about it, I don't know where they were playing at. What's what state city? Fuck. I don't remember. They're being really, really strict about sports for some reason. I mean, I remember um, I was waxing a chick that like she wasn't even near the players. She was just going into the stadium sometimes and she had to be tested three times a week for covid three times a week they were shoving that thing up her nose perfect i was like huh what and my eyes are watering now yeah and my voice is obviously <laughs> leaving me too i was like you're not even anywhere near them she's like exactly and i was like that's a little excessive right in a sense of yeah trying i think that sports is doing that on purpose because they want it to be as safe as possible but, like, I think that's why. And it's just wild that they had to tell him live on TV and be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. You know? Oh, sorry. Uh, you would have just made, like, a couple million bucks, and now you're not. Did you want to win a million? Too bad. You got to get off the field. Ugh. So I don't know what they could have done in that in that sort of instance. Like, 
I'm assuming that with sports, they're just being like insanely strict. It's very binary. It's just literally like it's yes or no. But clearly he was not feeling sick. He wasn't symptomatic and he was just playing golf like really well. The trick is, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say something (laughs) really inappropriate. (laughs) No, no, that's not the trick. Um, Also, my last bit of news. I see I didn't write a bunch of stuff down, but I wrote that Jeff Bezos is going to go to space. Yeah. He's like, well, Elon's going to space or something. I better, too. He wants to take an or I guess like they're planning on an 11 minute journey. That's more than 60 miles above Earth. Okay. It's not like he's going to go hang out there for so like a, a like a low orbit, high altitude flight or something. Yep. Okay. Cool. I mean, yeah, if I was a billionaire, I'd be fucking doing that. So, you know, rock on. Yeah. I mean, who sure. cares about like world hunger and shit like that? He's like, I need to strive for more. I am so fucking rich. But every single Amazon employee that I wax tells me that they are miserable. I have a really big hate against Amazon. I know you do. I know you know I do. And it's one of those things too of like uh yeah, business practices and and like how they strong arm policy and states and like all that I hate it. But do I like that I can have something for like 40 days and then just say I don't want it anymore and then return it and they just go, "Yep. I like that." Wow. That- I bought a golf club and it fucking snap. I bought a golf club from a local place. And they gave me a hard time. And if that were Amazon, it would have been like a, okay. That's the computer just saying, okay. Because <laughs> it doesn't even need a person. It just is done. Well, I don't know. I hate Amazon. I feel like every time I've ordered from it, it's usually not the right thing. Or it's like, I've, I have ordered. Remember <laughs> okay. I ordered. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> remember I ordered my pre-workout. And it was fucking the right label with the wrong flavor inside the container. I said, nah. And then I said, okay, how can I exchange this? Oh, well, you have to take it to a return sender box and then we'll send you the right one. Cool. Well, the whole point of this was for convenience. I don't want to drive around and find a fucking little drop-off box. Goodbye, Amazon. I already hate you. This made me hate you more. That was pretty funny. No. Well, it's funny because like I rarely have fuck-ups and like you... That's why I don't like Amazon. Seldom buy things on Amazon and when you do, it gets fucked up. Yeah. It's just funny. From my ha, ha, ha. So, um, but a lot of the people that work with the uh, work with me, no, there were a lot of people that I've waxed that work there. You know, they tell me they tell me about like these like time off task. Um, that if they're more than five minutes over their time off task, they get like in trouble. And like one of them was telling me, she's like, well, sometimes I need to pee, and the restroom is so far. It's basically farther than like a three minute walk. Then by the time you get to the restroom, there's a line because there's so many people that work there. So and then it's like, pants. yeah. And I was like, but then she's like, and then you get in trouble because you went pee. And I'm like, see, that's that's where it's fucking stupid. Like, I get it. You want to run like a machine because you're so used to like the computer way, but you can't treat people like a machine. It's just not how it works. Yeah. Except. Except they're literally like, you know what? But we can and we will. Yeah, (laughs) they do. So, no, from that perspective, it's awful. Well, so me not buying stuff from them literally does nothing. But at least I feel better. Yeah. But everyone uses it. And I have used it sometimes. Like it's sometimes it's so frustrating how if I need something from the store and it doesn't have it, then I have to order from Amazon. But even lately, like I needed something like I have these happy planners. 
that I put like little inserts for. So I need like the budget section for it. And uh, Amazon didn't have it. So I had to go to Michael's. And guess what? Neither did Michael's. So then I had to buy a whole new planner. The end. (laughs) The end of my planner agenda. (laughs) Did you get it? Speaking of Amazon, I got a delivery today. And uh, it was awesome. Got like water and stuff delivered to me. Are you trying to are you trying to suck up to Amazon? You You're know not what? going to space. We're actually sponsored by Amazon on this mm-hmm. podcast. They pay us. They sure don't. They, they don't actually. I wish they did. If you'd like would to you, sponsor if us. They did, would you like would you start no. using Amazon and you know promoting what? them? This is like one not a sellout, are you? I'm not a sellout. Damn it. There, <laughs> there is one thing I hate about celebrity endorsements. Okay, let me give you... Because it's fake as fuck? It's fake as fuck, so... They I, don't even use the shit? No, exactly. 100%. Influencers, yeah. Just just like... um. Okay, like a big thing for me is obviously skincare because I'm a licensed esthetician. Bing, <laughs> Um, That's the noise I make when I say that. <laughs> but okay, like, let's just... I'm going to obviously throw somebody very famous out there. Kendall Jenner was promoting Proactive. I don't know who that is. Okay, goodbye. Um... But she, do you really not know who she is? No, I do. Okay. She's the model. Um, She's like the rich one. What are you talking about? Kylie is the richest. Excuse me. I was actually thinking of her. (laughs) Kendall is the tall, skinny one. I do not know this person. Okay. She's a model. Okay. Do you not know who Kendall Jenner is? I don't, but that's okay. I honestly was thinking of. You were thinking of the fake plastic one. That's Kylie. With her like makeup and stuff. Yes. So she's a, yeah, billionaire, kajillionaire. No, Kendall is a model. Okay. She's like, Six feet tall. She's like a model. Sweet. Um, but she was like she was sponsoring Proactive, which is a skincare line that I think is garbage. Um, and she's like, "That's how I got rid of all my acne." And I'm like, "No, it's not. No, it the fuck it isn't. It's because you went to a dermatologist, and they probably prescribed you all these things, or." They probably told you, see our licensed esthetician, get fucking chemical peels and facials and laser resurfacing to get rid of your acne scars and microneedling and low laser facials. Like, what are you talking about? Don't tell you, don't tell people that this product is the reason why your skin is different. There are products that can help, but Proactive is a cheap garbage product. I feel like that's like the only, that's like the main one. I know what Proactive is. Exactly. I've never because used it's it. cheap garbage. <laughs> But you don't know. It, you don't like, know it's about like infomercials. But okay, and stuff. you don't know about skinceuticals. You don't know about Abaji. You don't know about Image. I know all of that. No, those no, are really expensive, high end products that are sold at like medical spas that are actual good products. What do you think of Goop? Goodbye. <laughs> Turn off. I was listening the to Smartless uh, podcast with Gwyneth Paltrow on, so it was they were talking about Goop. <sighs> I mean. A lot of people are really into the all natural route, especially with their skincare, and I get that. But uh, my face is way too oily and greasy, and I need too chemicals gross. on it. Face is too gross. My for face it. is too gross. <laughs> as someone who had acne for a while, um, but like, yeah, no, it's just that that part of like celebrity thing kills me. I just hate like fake endorsements, like when they're like, oh, "I drink a Coca Cola," and I'm like, "No, you don't." <laughs> I drink one Coke a day. You can't drink that. Because you're so skinny and tiny, you don't really, I mean, maybe some people can, but it's yeah. really rare. You can't have like, you know, Dwayne Johnson, like promoting like Cheetos and like exactly. fucking Pepsi. You're like, no, you don't look like you by having like my diet. He's one you know? of the highest paid actors. Yeah, he's the fucking, he's the man. 
I, right now. I asked my husband who, who hates loves him. him. He loves him so much. Hates him. And I was like, did you ever, when you watched wrestling as a young child, no, as a young man, I said, did you think that man's going to be the highest paid actor <laughs> one point in the world? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> he he was weird looking. And the whole like, you know, gimmick of like his eyebrow and like that Can whole thing. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah. yeah, I never thought he would be greater than what that was. And John Cena. I mean, look at John Cena too, man. They're both like I didn't see him wrestle, but I I know him more of as an as an actor now. (laughs) Let me just go ahead and play his theme song. Wow, you know him more as an actor. That's wild. Because John Cena wrestled. I mean, John Cena has wrestled a really long time. I want to say around similar time as The Rock. Okay. For sure, but he just looked way different. He wasn't wearing jorts. Jorts. He wasn't doing the time is now. You can't see me. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's his song. But he just did a little he arm goes, motion, so he, I'm laughing. He goes, he goes, you can't see me. That's like his finisher. That sounds really dumb. It's really stupid. Kids love him, though. And you know what? He's granted the most Make-A-Wish wishes, like, out of any celebrity. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's He's definitely a, a nice good guy. human being. Yeah. Who, what's that other... I don't want to talk, like, too much wrestling. because bring it all the wrestling, what, baby. Uh, I was at your house and watching one where like this douchey dude, like he was like in sunglasses and like didn't like didn't fight, didn't do anything. Oh, Orange Cassidy. And he like literally is lazy. His whole gimmick is that he's lazy. Remember, he does a thumbs up like this. (laughs) Just barely. He rolls into the ring like really slow. That's right. That was funny. And his whole thing, they'll be like, because, you know, they're always like, oh, from New Jersey doing (laughs) that, weighing this much. They're like, from wherever doing whatever <laughs> some guy it's basically yeah they just like nobody cares one it's crazy so i guess like when he was on the indies he his theme song was um where's my mind by the pixies and aew bought the rights of it and now he comes out to it okay pretty cool right uh don't know who he is really that much but i like that orange so, cassidy is pretty talented pretty much like his whole gimmick pretty much like his whole thing we can get away from wrestling now Obviously, I'm oh, arrested. Oh, my oh, God. Fuck. But you know what? Okay. As a side note of news, um, SummerSlam is going to come to Las Vegas in August at our football stadium, which is brand new. It's a, I can't really explain if you're not a wrestling fan. It, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's a huge deal. Like, we have not had a large pay-per-view because we haven't had an arena to do it in. Yeah. So... And plus Allegiant and Vegas is basically Vegas is 100% open now. Like you can come here and do whatever the hell you want. No mask, no nothing. I'm going to pause there. It's fucking liberating. But anyway, go on. Wow. Really? I, well, the first time I went to a gas station, I like didn't have it on and I'm, I'm vaccinated and everything. So it's like, didn't have it on, but other people did. And I just felt weird for a second. <laughs> and then I like looked and I'm like, no, I can be here. Like this is, this is fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like, I mean, I don't know how many people can be in that stadium, but it's SummerSlam. There's two major pay-per-views in wrestling, in WWE wrestling. There's WrestleMania, which is like the Super Bowl. And like, if I had to pick, like SummerSlam is like the finals. SummerSlam is like the biggest pay-per-view underneath that. Okay. So. Definitely remember uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania is the huge one. But there's pay-per-views every single month. Literally every month, which people who don't watch wrestling don't know that. It's exhausting. Wrestling is exhausting. 
It's like it's basically a job to watch. But um, it's funny they're still using the pay per view route. So now it's different though. So like goddamn app. Well, they did. They had an app and it failed. Mm. It didn't do well. Now it's on Peacock. Okay. The streaming rights are on Peacock. So in order to watch the pay per views now, you have to have Peacock. Okay. All right. Okay. AEW is still doing the pay per view route because it's newer and they don't have a platform that big yet. So I just figured, yeah, subscription based like app. Or whatever. Yeah, so they they had that. WWE had that. Whenever you would come to my house and watch them, we had the app. Hmm. We'd no longer have it. You didn't have like a cable box in... Like antennas? Yeah. No. And you had to call up and be like, I would like to get this this pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. I said it just like that. Mm -hmm. Nope. Okay. All right. Do you have any other news or anything you'd like to share? Uh, I think I'm okay. What have I been watching? Well, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. We cracked out on it together. No, I know, but like I've, I got a lot of spare time, so I'm trying to think of like what else I've been watching. That must be nice. It's how's, really not. How's all that spare time going? Do you want to give me any of it? No. I worked today again on my day off. I worked today. It's your regular day, day to work. <laughs> it's not my regular day to work today, Chase. Okay, good point. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything else. Turns out it was a waste of my time. Yeah. Let's all slow clap for that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we watched, we're going to talk about it now. We watched Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Which is a new Netflix series. It was eight episodes, about an a 45 minutes to an hour long each, right? Each episode. It felt like that. Yeah. It's basically based on a, a kid who's part deer and part human and he's like being raised in the woods and it's it's kind of a weird show to watch at this point in time of life it's yeah it's extremely timely yeah uh and also it's like too soon kind of yeah yeah i'm watching this going like "Hmm, too soon yeah it feels a little too heavy because of the thing we just went through like i would feel like Okay, if I was a nurse or a frontline worker that just like dealt with like the really serious bad part of the pandemic, like when we didn't know what was going on, when like let let's just be real heavy for a second in New York City when they had trucks to like dump bodies in, like I don't think I could watch this show because I feel like it would be a little PTSD. Yeah. So so for context, it's mm-hmm. basically like a, a post pandemic, like apocalypse kind of scenario. And they're just in the middle of the woods. And it's, Will Forte. Yeah. I was happy to see him. I love him. Yeah. So Will Forte is his, his pubba is his dad. Yeah. And, uh, and that's kind of all, you know, in the first episode, like it's just, you, you know, that something happened and that there's now these like hybrid human animal kids. Yeah. And that's all that is, I guess we kind of know that, but I guess we don't. Do they? No, they discuss the sick in the first episode, right? I believe they do. Because they show that weird finger twitching thing. So like whenever you realize someone is sick, they start doing, and we both, of course, we both had to do this. Like <laughs> their pinky finger like twitches out of control. And then I was like, oh, I, like for some reason it made me want to do it. And it's, it's basically, oh, how are you doing it? I don't know. I'm holding my fingers down on my leg. So it's kind of really hard to do without really concentrating on it. It's like a little, like a pinky twitch, but your other fingers are. Don't move. Yeah. 
They do not move Which at is all. Which pretty impossible. And your pinky like shakes at it. Like pretty out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like a sign. It's obviously like fever. It's very flu-like. Um, But people, like somebody came in. It's There is a doctor, right? Isn't the doctor in the very first episode? He is. So, That's what it is. It's showing the doctor. You're seeing like two different stories. stories. Yeah. You're seeing the doctor with his wife. Because remember, she keeps telling him like, bring home turkey. Bring home the turkey or something. And like, he keeps forgetting. He's like, work was so busy. Work was busy. Like, he keeps forgetting. And then all of a sudden, a patient comes in and she's like, oh, I'm sick. And he's like, oh, man, basically kind of have like the flu. Go home. Feel better. And she comes back a few days later and she like basically fucking dies. And that's when he sees her finger twitching. Yeah. She's looking pretty, pretty dead. And uh, yeah. And then you start seeing how more and more people are having the same symptom. And then it just spreads like a wildfire. And And there we go. All you know is the story of the doctor and the flu. And then you know of this boy who looks like an animal with his father in the middle of the woods. I can't remember if it was the first episode or not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're talking about um, when that same doctor, uh, they're in like the the wing of like the hospital where all the like babies are Mm -hmm. and all the baby, like newborn babies are like half breeds. So I feel like that's the very end of the first episode, right? I feel like that's how it ended. And I was like, oh, my God, there's more of them. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa, because she was like, you have to take a look at this. And they're all one of them looks like a bird. There's like a bunch of different looking hybrid babies. They're calling them hybrid babies. They're basically part animal and part human. And so our little buddy, Gus, Gus. protagonist is half deer. I think you mentioned that. But yeah, he's a half deer baby. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. And so we basically cranked out this series. I mean, I watched all of it within these past couple days. Yeah. I've, I was like kind of intrigued at first and then like I got more into it, but it felt a little, it felt a little heavy with the plague flu stuff because it is very close to COVID. And I guess like from what's my husband mentioned to me is all I get some of, I should probably do my own research, but um, I guess it's, you get all of your information from your husband. April. Well, it's based on a comic book by DC. And I think that that's what it was about in the comic. It's just coincidentally, it just timed with what's going on right now, which we never thought this would happen. But there's a lot of characters in it that are, I don't know any of them. Like, they're not actors I know. Will Forte is the only person I know in the whole series. I feel like the preserve chick i've seen her in other things but i don't know her name the preserve oh um the one that's at the zoo yeah okay she looked familiar i don't recognize her oh and then the uh big man like the we'll get to him but uh he was in in game of thrones oh well uh never have seen it never have seen it never seen it it's garbage no um i have not seen that so i just assumed i didn't know anyone in this show okay will forte will fucking forte um so we can bring up the big man that's what the kid calls him so basically what happens is the kid is being raised by his dad dad always tells him like do not go to the fence if you see humans you hide if you do this you run like do not make contact with anyone Mm -hmm. but doesn't tell him why why. which it's such a catch-22 because i think you want to like shield your child from the truth when it's so hurtful against yourself, but also you're bleeding them into like, you're not, I think he's only like 10 years old too. So it's like, how how heavy can you really get into things with a 10 year old? So, um, 
it's got a second episode. No, this is all in the first episode because I was like, spoiler. I Googled if Will Forte was in the show because I was like, am I tripping? Is that Will Forte? Um, he's only, it said he was only in the first episode, which is clearly a lie because he shows up in a later episode when they're doing like the pre-story. Yeah. But um, doesn't he die in the first episode? He does. So when I, when I watched the pilot, I was like, okay, so they got Will Forte in this role what to like, be the big actor and then they're going to kill him right off like fucking dumb. But turns out, yes, he does die, but he becomes uh, like you see flashback stuff. And, and even in one part, he was like talking. Remember, because he when he fell into the flowers, I think he was having yeah. like like a hallucination mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, But so basically his dad dies and from the flu, from that same flu. Yeah. His little finger. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He, he he was protecting like the, the men came to the yes so like I thought that like he got shot or something but apparently not no he had the flu okay so he just had contact with those people and because of that so this is what was a little confusing about that part because he grabs like a vial of something and go and puts it on a stick and goes out to like attack people it, it seemed like his only weapon well because what happened was there's there's these people called the last men mm-hmm. and they tagged his whole member, his whole camping ground with oh, yeah, the little like, pink ribbon or something. The ribbon. So he was like, fuck, like they know we're here. This is it. So he wants to protect his son and he tells his son to go hide in like the little stairs. And he goes out with like this like stick that almost looks like a dagger or something. And he puts like a needle like thing on it. And I feel like I thought that had like the sick on it is what I was thinking. And maybe like they accidentally stabbed him with it hmm. while he was like trying to protect him. I also think he was, something happened because he was bleeding. Yeah. But his, his finger, his finger was doing that finger twitching thing. Okay. Um, And he didn't die until the next day and he finds him in the chair sitting and he had died. That's right. And it turns out hybrids can't catch the, the sick. Yeah. So. Because big man comes around. So he, so the kid decides to try to do things on his own. He gets really frustrated. Remember, he starts a fire. He gets so frustrated because like the tools are breaking and he mm-hmm. can't do things on his own and he's frustrated. He's alone. He's like, he's so over it. He like kind of has like a little bit of a breakdown, burns all his shit and the fire leads people to his camp. Yeah, you don't want to have, you don't want to set a fire during the daytime. Yeah, People see it. Because this is basically post-apocalyptic world. There's no fucking laws. There's no rules. There's no nothing. Oh, yeah. People are going to steal your food. They're going to steal your clothes. They're going to... It's... Yeah. Okay. That's kind of Walking Dead vibe. You really it, think about it. Yeah. That part well, is. It's it's the apocalypse. Like, that's kind of... Totally. Like the, but totally. It has similar... The apocalypse scares me. Do you think that you would survive an apocalypse? Yes. I'm so smart. No, actually, I... I mean, I think about that kind of stuff because it's not too far-fetched at the moment, I think. I think something like that is possible in the next, like, two decades. But Do you think it's possible for, like, zombies or you mean it's possible that people turn against each other and that there's no law and order? Yeah. yeah. You the, think more like civilization that. Civilization crumbles right. kind okay. of a thing. Okay. I'm like, you, I'm, are you trying to say that you believe in zombies right so, now on the podcast? Bro, it's going to fucking happen, okay? <laughs> They're going to have no brains, but <laughs> if you kill the brain, that's how you kill them. You're, what about like, that's why the movie. But no, I wouldn't survive that to answer the question. No, <laughs> I would fucking, as soon as I know that I'm dead, I'm done, then I will figure out a way why to Why don't you think myself. you would survive? Oh my God. What? 
You would just give up? No. I think that I've thought about it because I watched too much Walking Dead. I watched The Walking Dead for a long time. And I was like, what would I actually do if this happened? Um, I would have to gather people like my dad and my little brother, people that are way better at guns than me. And I would have to, I would go to like Pahrump, build like a fortress out there and like survive. At the start of, yeah, that's. No one take my plan. At the start of COVID. And and edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can't know. They can't know that. Well, at the fucking start of COVID, when I'm scratching my head going like, well, never mind. I'm not unique to that. Like, we're all going, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Talk, talking to a coworker. And I'm like, all right, what's the bug out plan? What's the plan? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, his, uh, his wife worked at uh, like an RV. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like the manager of like an RV park. And so they were like, oh, well, if it comes down to that, we're just going to steal an RV and uh, tow a Jeep behind and take off. You're welcome to come. And I'm like, perfect. Save me. Save, Yo, couple, save a few seats. You're not even going to try to come and escape with me to Pahrump and just live my life with me. It's one option. I'm keeping my <laughs> options open. Oh, you have so many options in this post-apocalyptic world. I just think that it's a very scary thought to have... people are always going to be against each other in some sort of form or another. And it feels like now it's a lot heavier than normal. So that's why the show is a little weird to watch because there are so many similarities. Like when I was watching it, I think you were even over when I was watching an episode and it was like maintain social distancing and everyone's wearing masks in the hospital. And I'm just like, this is heavy. I don't really like to watch that. And anything with children makes me really upset, even if they're little hybrid babies. Anything with children? Just like I don't like I don't like people trying to harm children. I, I only watch movies <laughs> that have that plot. But yeah, um, there's a bunch of different sub stories going on within the stories. The little boy, Gus, the one that's the half deer, the one that's the main character. He f- meets big man. His name is big man in the show yeah. he is big he is a fucking giant he's a giant he's like six foot six in he, real life so he has go. to be um it's this dude who's obviously around his camp his cabin and the kid is like Which was very uh, lucky that he was there there you go um yeah no because well it's weird though because the big man really wants nothing to do with him he kills them or like he he's like a hybrid hunter well, he was. He was. He he is until he changes him. Like it, even at that point in time, he was. But then, like he could talk and was like, "Oh, okay, you're not just a fucking animal." Huh? Wait, I think we're taking this differently. He did hunt them, right? But he was telling the family that he meets. Remember, they meet a family at mm-hmm. Yellow. They're like living at Yellowstone National Park. Yep. And he tells them, "Like I did what I had to do to survive." But I just watched the very last episode. Me and you watched it today. And he tells Sweet Tooth that he had a hybrid son and he was going to leave and he was going to ditch him. But he turned back around to go back and find them and they were gone. They had stolen them. So I think that he only hunted and did that because he wanted to just survive in this world because he had lost everything anyways. Totally. I don't think he was like like those guys that were literally trying to kill. No, well, yeah. I mean, he big man was a... Uh, he was like a pro football player, mm-hmm. like famous. Um, 
and uh, yeah, he did what he had to. It w- one thing I didn't really catch, but he had like a mark or mm-hmm. a scar or something. Yeah, that just signified that he was like one of the last men. Yeah. Okay. It's like a brand. Okay. They all like were branded. That's why, like, well, spoiler in the last episode, the gov. I keep calling him the governor. What's his- the go- Stop with the Walking Dead shit. J- Jesus. Um, the general. Yeah, general- to be fair. Not far off. General Abbott. The general is um like, huh, he was one of us. <laughs> Pity. You know what I mean? He's like mad. What a shame. Um, because they shoot him. And I was like, my Okay, f- you went so fucking far <laughs> in front, April. <laughs> I really did. But so the premise is like D- dear boy and dad are in their like little fucking heaven, their little land. It gets infiltrated, dad dies. Boy leaves with big man. Because he wants to find his mom. Wants to find his mom in Colorado. Colorado. So all he has is just a picture. But this is kind of dumb, too. It's just a picture of a lady. And then in the corner, it just says Colorado. It says, like, RR Colorado. And it could be a name of a person. It could be anything. And he's like, oh, it must be a location because I remember it on a map. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's a journey. Now, now they're traveling. They're traveling, which is dangerous because... Everyone wants to kill him. Yeah, and he's naive he doesn't know he's also a kid but he was raised kind of with lies remember his dad was telling him like there's fires everywhere and he's like where are all the fires mm-hmm. so they they're in yellow national yellowstone national park thank you and um they see like obviously it's like the it's like the park store like memorable it's like the Oh, okay. Yeah. You know like what I'm the, talking about? Like it's like the, the general store. Or yeah, like a, yeah. From like from Yellowstone Park. And so they go there to like get food and to get resources. And there's a family living there with a kid about the same age as Gus. And at first the family is like so weird and I remember they're just sitting at the table with masks on. Yeah, yeah. Big man's like, Oh, how often do you get like visitors? And then he's like, You don't need your masks on. He's like, I don't have the sick and hybrids can't get it. And they still are just staring like, we are not about to take our masks off. And he's like, we're good. You're not going to get sick. So, like, it made me think, like, are there people basically immune to being sick? It has to be, right? Because the doctor never got sick. And the doctor was around thousands of people with the sick. That's an, I I guess I'm, I'm assuming that anyone who comes in contact with it is going to get it. Um, and I think that there's something unique with that doctor or something. I don't know. I don't think so, though. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, if that was the case, it would be inevitable that everyone would get it. Like, okay, for example, the doctor's wife has it, right? And all those people have still been around there. Remember? Because, like, the part, there's, like, a little community, and they all weren't dying from it. But... As soon as a new outbreak happens, like when, when someone gets it, right. I mean, so here's the ritual. Here's what they do now. So you get it. Cool. They're going to like saran wrap you to a fucking chair and burn you and just burn you in your house. Yeah. And then sing fucking old oh. Lang Syne or whatever. Yeah. That was weird. It was cr- weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say creepy, but that was fucking just strange because of like the Karen fucking just starting that. Oh my God. And then the Karen chick like dying from the horse. Yeah. Spoilers. All First of all, we need to put a spoiler alert before we even if you haven't seen Sweet Tooth, you shouldn't even be listening to this right now. I was so happy because you could just tell that that chick was a fucking she's like the HOA <laughs> of, of the community. Oh. <laughs> 
hater. Does anyone have HOAs besides Vegas? Is is that a thing? Homeowners Association. I think that's like a just like a city thing. Okay, I just want to make. sure. I never knew what that was before moving to the city. Yeah, well, a lot of people I know don't know of it because it's not like. I think it's planned communities. I mean, okay. like in LA, they don't have them like with just a normal house and on a street and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we live in these little communities. That- There's so many communities in Vegas that are homeowners associated. So like there are people that will just Nazis. roam around your neighborhood. <laughs> Every fucking night to check if you have a light out. And if you do, they send a letter. Yeah. So like my neighborhood, I kept getting. So, Okay our garbage gets taken what's garbage day and sometimes we would just bring our garbages to our garage door instead of like opening our garage and putting it in it's a lazy half-ass thing but they're in my driveway they're not out in the middle of the fucking street in everybody's way to drive over they're literally in my driveway by my garage door and in front of like where you park your car yeah okay like literally in front of my garage door like hidden right there we got two notices two times about it move your move your garbage into the correct place. I'm like, uh, are you fucking for real? I, I, I just got a letter the other day that was like, by the way, some garbage was left at the curb. They sent this letter to all of us in our cul-de-sac. <laughs> They're like, all of you are We don't blame. know who it is. Yeah, we don't know who it is, but someone left trash there. And if, if, it, if it doesn't get resolved, we're going to put a lien on your house for $1,000. That's how fucking serious these people are. It's so, and when and like, I, I had to just write, and I, ha- you have to write them and be like, this wasn't me. <laughs> so I wrote like fucking like a serial killer child, <laughs> scribbled my name, just put the debt because it's so disrespectful. So, homeowner, so basically, homeowner associations are wild. That chick reminded me, I don't even remember her name. It was like Nancy, right? I think it was, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was something that I was like, that almost could be a Karen name. Um, but she's like, She's speculating. So what happens is the doctor has found a serum to keep his wife alive, to not die from the sick and to keep her symptoms at bay. But they've run out of the serum. And what makes this the serum special? What makes it work? Hybrids. Hybrids. And it's yeah, to extract it seems pretty. We don't know, but they, they die. Oh, they got to die. So, so yeah. And then like in his research, like Jane Doe, Jane Doe, and it turns out like that's his wife. That's his wife because his wife has stayed alive this whole time, which is pretty amazing, but also really scary. So between Sweet Tooth and Big Man going to find his mom, they go to like a train station and they want to get a ticket to Chicago, right? Colorado. Sorry, Colorado. Where did Chicago come from? They start with a C. C names. Colorado. They dress him up like he's pretending to dress up like a hybrid. That's right. Because they're like, oh, yeah, they like dress up like hybrids to make fun of them. It's really sad. Um, Within that, the big man needs medicine. We don't ever know what his medicine is, by the way. But the kid, remember, accidentally ate them. Yeah, he thought remember, he had like midnight snack and he's like, I ate your candy. And he was like, what? His entire like food supply, you know, yes. like. <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> he just ate it all. And he wanted like nothing to do with this kid. He was like, do not follow me. Do not come with me. No. But the kid will not leave him alone. So the kid, of course, doesn't listen because, you know, curiosity. And he wanders off in this like, it's kind of like a, like a, not like a farmer's market. But you know what I mean? It's like 
It's like an open market. Yeah. So there's like things just happening all around this train station. And the kid bumps into this girl. And she was like, what's your name? I won't hurt you. Um, And he can tell his ears are moving. And she notices that he's a hybrid, Mm -hmm. but she does nothing. She was just like, okay, well, you can trust me. And then big guy finds him and he's like, come on, we got to go. And then the kid's like, I can smell your candy. And he's like, where? Where is it? Yeah. And he's like, it's in those bins over there. You see like just like army dudes or something or whatever military people like loading boxes like into a. And the big guy's like, cool, I need those pills, you know, so we're going to go over there and steal them, which causes this basically really bad domino effect because they get caught stealing them. And they get caught from the train. Yep. And they discover that he's a hybrid. And they take them by rope, by horses. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, I think that was like the end of an episode. And then like. That was definitely an end of episode two. Okay. So I feel like that was the end of episode two because then episode three, it starts off with they're, they're attacking like the. Or they get saved. They, well, that's, that's what I mean. Like the, you don't know who it is, but people are attacking right. the bad guys. It turns out it's that girl. From the bear. Yeah, bear. Her name is Bear. The bear has like an army of kids uh, that are also like pro hybrid. They're people. basically, yep. They're they're the anarchy, you know? They're the they're the ones that are trying to save hybrids. Um, they said the hybrids usually always run away from them though. So this is the first hybrid that they found that can talk and comes back to their camp with big guy. Yeah, because everyone wanted to kill uh, Big Man. They were like, and she's like, nope, we're not going to do that. Like, this is too weird as it is. You know, this is too unusual to find this hybrid that can talk. So, no, we're going to keep him alive because they were buddies. We're going to bring them back to camp because, well, he like says no. He's like, don't kill him. He like hugs him. Yeah. Oh, they were like almost about to, right? Yeah, they were about to kill him. And he he was like, no, don't kill him. Don't kill him. And he was just like hugging him. And the big guy is just like, what the fuck, you know? So they bring them both back to camp, which is like this, obviously like a theme park. park. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, it, they're, what would you say? They're all like teenagers or are they all like older teens? 17. I kind of had like a Lost Boy vibe, but also there were some older ones too. Yeah. And it, it seems like that Bear is actually at least 16 years old. Yeah. Which she looks like she, in my mind, she looks like she's 12. Like, I can't, oh. I can't judge her age, but like, I guess she looks to, really young. God, to me, I felt like they were all like 16, 17, 18. That's how I feel that they are. I just, I'm, I'm getting old and I can't tell shit anymore. <laughs> but I think that they're supposed to be like, they hate adults. So they are younger. But to me, they gave me more of that, like, older teen vibe. Mm-hmm. So they have like this whole, like, tribe here. And they separate bear. They separate a big guy from uh, Gus. Gus, and she ends up telling Gus, like, "Yeah, do you know who he really is? He like hunted people like you." So then they go talk to him because she, he's like, "Well, I want to talk to him." And the kid talks to him, and he's like, "Okay, you've also done bad things." He like just turns to Bear and is like, "Yeah, you've done bad things too, right?" He's like, "Not down for it." He's like, "This dude has been helping me this whole time." Yeah. Because he kind of did. I remember he repaired some of the things at his house before they left the cabin. Uh, he would be dead. He's, yeah. Even like when they were at like that, that the the house with the family, 
like the the last men found them, and so that's right. And he killed so many people. Yeah, you can tell that a uh, big man uh, can kill people. He really can. He's proficient at killing. Yeah, he can kill people very easily. So he's definitely like has saved him multiple times at this point. Um, and then that oh my god, a weird thing happened. What we didn't talk about from that that scene that you just talked about where they're at Yellowstone. Remember the kid is like standing there and a huge deer like comes up behind him. Yeah. It's I, never explained. No. It, it, no it reminded idea what me it means. of kind of like a like Patronus thing from like yeah. Harry Potter or something with like a, a stag. But no, it doesn't explain that. Yeah. So is he. It like, happens a couple times. Too. It does. And then the, well, the deer end up running with him too. And you don't really know if it's real or not. I guess it is. In which part? Like uh, this is probably like an episode seven or eight when like he's running like through the woods. And. Uh, I feel like it's real. Yeah. Remember, because he think, keeps thinking the deer is his mom when he's really little and he's still with his dad. He's like, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's not your mom. So I think that he has like this like inner calling to whatever animal you are is what I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, he can hear really well. He can smell really well. Uh, and there's another little hybrid girl who's like half pig. Yes. Yeah, and she, she can smell Wind. really well. Her name's Wendy. She's very adorable. So that's the... We at least know there's two talking hybrids. Two talking hybrids that are more intellectual than the others, because I'm assuming the others, like, they just left behind. Yeah. Well, and then there's, we meet another little guy who just looks more like a humanoid animal. Oh, God. But he looks cute, little gopher looking Oh, boy. God. Steve was in love with him. Steve's like, I just wish they were all like him. <laughs> like, of course you do. <laughs> oh, my God. But I love the girl that's like, part pig she's so freaking cute and i love her like I she's love- got to be young though oh she's young as shit yeah yeah <laughs> okay. but like the like, mom tell me she's like around 10 well because you can tell that gus is the oldest hybrid and everyone mentions it yeah like he's older than the others he's older he's bigger so they keep mentioning that that's like a hinted a lot mm-hmm. and the the piglet girl is found by a lady who it was just like basically dropped him off like at a it's not a fire station but they did that sort of gimmick and um she went to the zoo remember she's staying at the zoo this lady was like a therapist in her real life Mm -hmm. she hated it she obviously seemed miserable and had like no had no place in life yeah she just wanted to be alone she did and then she goes to the zoo which must be near her like work her place of work and while she's there like basically building her like fortress Somebody drops off a baby and it's a hybrid baby and it's a little pig. Mm-hmm. So she takes in a Wendy piglet and builds this entire like sanctuary for the both of them. Yeah. But then the daughter starts finding a hybrid. That's the one. It's like a little beaver. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, it's my friend. It's my friend. So then she starts taking in other hybrids and it becomes like a sanctuary. Oh, M. Bobby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They can't really talk. They they did like have way more creature like features than human. Yeah, some of them like because uh, there's a scene where like it's the very end, but like they're, they're kind of rescuing all of the hybrids, and I mean, so some of them look like a little lion and stuff, and like more facial features and stuff than others. It's the very end. Yeah, at the preserve when like General Abbott comes to like. Uh, go to her, which was like the the chick, the lady at the preserve. Uh-huh. Um, so all the fireworks are going off. As oh, a, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I was like, wait, hold on. 
are we seeing the same ending? Because I was like, they were definitely not oh, saved. Oh, shit, that was Ozark. I was like, they oh, were God. not saved at the end. I just want to make that known. No. No. So um, so that lady ends up causing too much commotion because she makes flyers and she gets a radio signal and that stupid General Abbott finds her. Yeah. And so there's really, well, like three plots kind of. You have like, you know, the, the kid, the doctor, and now this lady. Yep. But 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 the ending makes most of them merge. Yeah. It's a trip how they did that at the end, which I liked because I love that. It's like that whole movie that was like, it ends up, they all crash. Did you ever watch that movie? I don't think I have. Wow, that movie's a trip. If you ever watch it. Um, and the crash has like Sandra Bullock and a bunch of other people in it that like, all of their stories are separate, but then they all interconnect. It's kind of like real life, you know, like somebody who knows somebody actually knows somebody, mm-hmm. you know, or um, the doctor is always just trying to save his wife. It's the only thing he cares about, but he also has his degree in medicine and it's to do no harm. Always do no harm. And he knows that the serum needs a hybrid, but he won't do it. Yeah. Until it gets too late. And then he has no other option. But the first hybrid that he's given is Gus. Spoiler, Gus gets caught. They shoot big man. I was like, I when they shot him, I was like, my, I was like, <gasps> and Steve was like, see, this is really depressing. And I was like, Oh my God, are they going to kill this guy? Because I will be so upset. I'll be so mad. Hey, Gus needs more loss in his life, okay? No. It needs to get way worse before it can get better. We didn't even talk about the fact that Gus finds his mom's house. Yeah. So so somehow he, 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 he finds it. He makes it. He makes it to his mom's house and his mom is not there. It's another lady. And she's like, I think you should go to the attic and go through all these papers. Well, this is when it goes back to a flashback with Will Forte and the girl, which her name is... Birdie? Birdie. Yes. Thank you. Um, So it goes back to Birdie. And Will Forte is basically a janitor. Yeah. He's a janitor at like some science lab. And Birdie's like a scientist. And she's discovered something. What it is, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming now it's Gus, right? She made Gus. She definitely made Gus. But we don't know the other part of it. Yeah, because she's explaining to Will Forte, like, you know, what do you do and stuff? And like, what's what's a virus or what's a amoeba? Microbe. A microbe, yeah. And surprisingly, like, as a janitor, he he knew that answer and, and that impressed her. But. Um, he's like smart, but remember he says like, oh, I just didn't finish or something like he didn't like finish his something. I didn't catch that. I just remember when she was like, not condescending, but like assuming that he didn't know she didn't, that he didn't know what she was talking about. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, microbes. Is it a what bacteria virus or fungi? fungi? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you do know. And he's like, oh, yeah, because I, I mop floors and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I didn't mean that. And he's like, I'm kidding. <laughs> um he seems to me like he's infatuated with her. Did you get that vibe or no? I got the vibe that he was, he took a girl out on a date or like it was, he didn't, but like it was kind of a little date. So in my perspective, they kept not showing what he was drawing in his books and it always looked like a female and I feel like it was her. Okay. That's just my alternative theory. 
Um, Because he was always stopping and like watching what she was doing. Not like in a really stalker way, but like, remember she gets upset. He was heavy breathing. (laughs) He gets upset and he sees her like losing it kind of in the science lab. And he kind of just stares at her, but then like goes off. And then he goes to that same bar every night, orders two beers and draws. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. It's very like. He's a weirdo. He's kind of a, he's an eccentric guy. He's a loner. He's a loner. Like he's driving. I mean, it's supposed to be modern times, but he's driving kind of a crappy vehicle. Um, he has a set routine. He's very routined. Um, but he's the kind of person that could manage. He could be self-sufficient in an apocalypse. Yeah. Because he's a hands-on. He's a handy guy. Yeah. And so. That's why I know I would die. <laughs> the end. <laughs> um, that's why I know I need to find my dad. Because he's <laughs> yeah. the handiest. Um, he literally can do and build everything. Um, so the night of the date is what ends up being so weird because he's on a date with her, you know, they're having a great time and he walks her home and she gets a phone call while he's there. And she's like, I need to go to the lab right now. I don't, I got, I don't even have keys. I can't even get in. He's like, do you mean all these keys? Cause he has every single key to every single door in the building. Cause he's the janitor. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes. She's like, come with me. Because now the FBI is like seizing, or is it the military? They're seizing everything in the science lab. Yeah, I didn't get the government or whatever. Something, yeah, something. They're they're taking everything. Mm-hmm. So they get to the lab, and that's when they find. And they realize, yeah, there's there's something they're looking for, and she's trying to not make sure that they don't get it, which is Gus. It's Gus. And he's a tiny, tiny baby. But they are taking those like big, long ice sticks that they found in like Alaska or wherever the hell it was. Yeah, they were um, in Antarctica. Yeah, there you go. Drilling. So I'm intrigued by that because they're. So she mentions it too. She's like, we make vaccines out of this, you know? She's like, but sometimes with science, you can make something and like create something else, you know? So I don't know if that's hinting towards the sick. Or the hybrid, or to both, we actually don't have a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't have answers of how the plague started. That's still unknown. Correct. It's not like definitively known. I think right now we just have assumptions. And and so like in the myth of what's happening, people just thought that like it was evolution, or it was just like it was natural. It's just that's what bear. Remember, it just happened. Yeah, because bear trips out about it. She's like, I spent. I, I made a whole group of people believe that this was because it was meant to happen, but it turns out it was created. Yeah. So it turns out that, you know, mom created it. But also or him, how, created him at least. Right. That's all we know. Him. Yeah. But other people had other babies on their own that were, that turned out to be hybrids. Yeah. And apparently like now, no, no human kids are born. Everyone is hybrid now. Um, and but, at the house that was like, oh yeah, he was one of the last, you know, humans or whatever. So we yeah. learned that. So it's like, okay. So were the hybrids only born to kill the plague? Yeah. They're resistant to it. I think that. But are they, oh, but because they have to. I think to I kill, know. What? So I think, cause remember the doctor said that like in the, the book and like the sequence of genome and stuff. And she was like, she was wrong. And I bet her being wrong created the hybrids. Um, no, he was lying. Remember, he was he was bluffing. 
because he wanted to save his wife. And then the 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 general goes, "I know you were bluffing. Oh, Create a cure." That. Yeah. Because I thought he, he was like, I figured it out. Okay, no, so that was, was all. Blo- okay, well, fuck me then. Well, I know because like then you're like, oh my god, he has a cure. But then like she goes, his wife is like, what if he finds out you're lying? He's like, we we spared more time together. And then um, remember he locks his wife into like a like a viewing cage or something, basically in the zoo. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, I know you were bluffing. You wanted to save your family. I get it. He's like, but make me a cure and make me enough to where I get to pick and choose who lives and who dies. And the doctor's just like, okay. Yeah. So the doctor has to experiment on a hybrid. And the first hybrid they bring, they bring him is Gus. And Gus is like trying to tell himself, like, don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. Like in his, he's trying to say it under his breath. And the doctor sees him and is like, not infatuated with it. He's like, he's surprised. And the kid's looking at the candy bar, which is how he got caught in the first place with the other bad guys yeah. in the very first episode. That's a good point. So he's looking at that chocolate bar and he's like, you want that candy? And he's just like, just nods his head and he gives him the candy and then he says, thank you. And that's when the doctor just stares at him for so long. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, he's just, I think, and then like, then you can tell he's second guessing everything that's happening. And then he tells the, the I don't know, the bitch boy, whatever, the boy that's helping him, Johnny. Yeah. Huh. The, the general's henchman. Yes. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing the procedure on this kid. I want to save him. Yeah. He's unique or yep. something. He's find like, me, I need to study him one. more. Yeah, that's it. And he's like, no, he's not going to be happy with that. He's like, he's not going to know. Go find me another yeah, wink, one. Wink, wink. You're not going to fucking talk, bitch. Yeah. He's like, you're going to find me another. Snitches get stitches. And he says, like, do you believe in, uh, what is he, superstition? Right? Does he say superstition or what's the right word? Fate? Because remember, mm. he explains to Johnny, he's like, my wife gave me a gift the first year I, when I graduated medical school and it had a red deer on it. So he sees it as like a sign that he's not supposed to harm that child. He's like, do you feel like that that ever happens? Okay. I thought that was like a huge thing to like, because he's like, my first gift that I received from my wife was a symbol of like a red deer. Mm -hmm. And the kid is obviously a deer. He's wearing like a red shirt. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing the procedure on this kid. He's too special. So find me another one. Then they bring like the weirdest looking one. Like a frog lizard. Like an iguana. It's bad. Giant eyes. It was like. It, it was ugly enough. You're like, all right, we we don't need you. No. Like, go ahead and yeah, you can get rid of that one. It's <laughs> not. That's, that's how we all felt, right? That's how you. That's how I felt. I did feel like it was a really weird looking one. And you know what? The doctor seemed very okay starting he's, the he's procedure. Holding, he's holding like a saw, and the things cl- the thing that this being is clearly alive. So you yeah, know, so cool. You can't just knock him out. Let's just do that to Gus. Well, let's hope like, that season two starts with him fucking sawing Gus. Alive. So obviously there has to be a season two. There are so many. At the very end, too, remember oh, yeah. the girl gets on the phone with the mom, quote unquote, the mom who's in like Antarctica. Yeah. So there was a there was a sat, satellite phone like amongst the shit, like in the attic. Um, so Bear has it and presses, presses it. And it took like ever. But then it like connects and you just hear, hello. And she's like, hello. You know, she's like, who is this? And then it ends. Yeah, so it so it ends with. Oh, big guy was rescued by the other chick. 
Yeah. The preserve lady. The preserve lady. Which and, I'm really happy about that because oh I thought he was dead. It actually gave me a little goosebumps. Because I was so happy. I, I like, like that actor. I liked him, his role and stuff. I'm like, fuck, man. I was like, if they kill this guy, I'm not even going to want to watch this show. <laughs> I was basically there. So then when he's at her house and she's like, we're going to save our children. And I was like, bitch, yes. I was very excited. And, and remember, so when you were watching the episode, when Bear was talking about her little sister, did you have any idea it was going to be Piglet? No, I didn't put that together. Did you not catch that in the episode? Guess not. Chase. I did. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. You, a, you didn't catch it or you did? I did not. Oh, my God. So so it's weird because when I was watching it, so Bear's telling her story, right? She's talking about how her parents died from the sick. She had a little sister and her little sister was taken away. I just knew that little sister was a hybrid. Right. So they weren't showing her sister's face. And I thought that was weird. I thought that was so mm. weird. So then later when... They do the flash. It's like it's towards the ending. And then they show her sitting with her little sister and she has a little pig nose, little pig ears. It's piglet. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, it's her sister. Cause like, remember the lady was like, don't, don't give up. Like, why aren't you trying to find your sister? And she was like, why would I try? Yeah. So like now they're all interconnecting. Cause now Gus is with piglet. The mom is with big guy and bear is finding the mom. The the uh the scientist. Yeah. So they're all like interconnecting now. And Will Forte is still dead. Will Forte is very dead. But I mean, so how would you rate this series? Like how do you feel like it was good watching, worth watching? So did you it, like it enough? It was it was binge worthy, I think. Um I felt off at times because like it's the subject matter is heavy. The show is heavy. But like the pacing is very like children's series kind of a vibe. It's not super violent either. No, there's no swearing or there's no like. No, there's definitely not like swearing, even, swearing, maybe damn or shit or something like that. But yeah. like nothing more than that. I mean, Oliver was kind of watching this with me for a second and he was like, oh, OK, like but like was paying attention, but wasn't. But like, yeah, it's definitely not like super. Oh, April, who's uh? there's like a narrator through the whole thing. Who's the. Uh... Who's narrating this? James Brolin. And who is that? Josh Brolin's dad. Brother? Dad? dad. God, how old is his dad? Gotta be old. It's gotta be old as shit. His voice is nice, though. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, I was gonna say soothing, but that's not the right word, because it's a coarse voice, but it feels safe. It feels... It does. It's very, like... It feels Grandpa very, type of. yeah, and this it's a good storytelling voice. Yeah. He should go on those like sleep apps and like read stories yeah. and hey, have fall asleep. Go to, yeah, Calm, come on. Calm has like so many actors on it. I do. I like the, the best one is the Game of Thrones girl. Of course it has. God, you're so weird. <laughs> the best one is Harry Styles. You're welcome. Mm, uh, okay. I think Harry Styles is on it and somebody else. I only listen to like what Natalie, whatever her name is. Of course. Um, but I liked the show a lot. It's definitely my vibe. I love real depressing, heavy shows sometimes. Sometimes. Like this pretty is pretty much all I watch. This I is this is enough without like Handmaid's Tale status. Handmaid's Tale just straight makes me anxious. This gave me enough like sadness, but it didn't make me anxious. Walking Dead made me anxious to watch. I would chain smoke and watch it. 
yeah, Walking Dead, I get like similar subject matter, but I don't get the same vibe of Walking Dead. There's always like suspense, so you don't know what's going to happen. And at any point, I don't know, didn't didn't feel that. I don't think they're going to kill off a bunch of people in this. I mean, look at like the only people that have died in this show was Will Forte. That was like a main character, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. He's the only one that's died so far. We thought the doctor and the wife were going to die. Remember, they were burning them alive. Yeah. That shit was wild. And I was like, are they about to kill this motherfucker? You were texting me I while was. it was happening. And I didn't respond because I'm like, just wait. <laughs> just fucking wait. Oh, my God. And then um, one other thing we didn't bring up is the doctor lady that was that was giving him the serums. Is that Gladys? I think her name is Gladys. Because remember, I told you she died of cancer and you're like, well, not really. And then I was like, spoiler. I was I was thinking you were talking about Jane Doe. So that's why I was confused. I thought you were talking about his wife. No. So I was like, Gladys cancer. tells him, like, I have cancer. No, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew that. But then she didn't die from cancer. She died from those fuckers. Because those men. She didn't have the illness. She didn't she didn't have the uh the she wasn't sick. She was like faking uh illness. She was faking that she had cancer? Yeah. Because she just didn't want to do it anymore? There was something like that in, in the final episode when, like, the general comes to her and was like, yeah, you're faking, you know, a illness or something like that. And then they end up killing her anyway at the very end. But it yeah. was, uh, oh, she, they were looking for her book. They were looking that's for right. her book. And then it was with Dr. Singh. Yep. And that's why he gets saved. Such a weird thing about that. And that's what the narrator says. It's like weird thing about timing because he's getting they're They're going to die. They have accepted that they're going to die together. Him and his wife, they're saram wrapped to chairs. Yeah. Were they holding hands? They were and awkwardly. They, like, I'm glad if I'm going to die, you, you know, we're doing it together. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and then remember, he blamed himself. He's like, it's my fault. I brought the sick to you. I brought it home from work. I wasn't careful enough. And she's like, no, I got it from the kids pool party. He sneezed all over me. He's like, this whole time I blamed myself. And she was like, well, I didn't have to. And then they were just like fully just like accepting their death. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you just see people with fire extinguishers. And I'm like, excuse me. Uh, what? And they uh, because the neighborhood found the dead body in the freezer. Remember the the front desk girl found it yes. at the doctor's office. So like that Karen lady dies because like a horse fucking kicks her. Right. Yep. The horse kicks her and she dies. So then they were like, what do we do? So then they like, I guess, throw in the freezer. That whole part was weird to me. But how about the whole thing of like, um, apparently when somebody is sick, uh, these like blue flowers, like just kind of spontaneously fucking grow like mm -hmm. near them. So like, um, and his wife is sick. So like these little blue flowers are popping up like on the lawn and he's going out and like cutting them, like removing them. Yeah. Um, until it just couldn't. Yeah. Then they find that field of all of them because they said they used to like bury the sick there or something. Um, the show is weird. It's intriguing. It is a little heavy considering COVID life and um, the pandemic that we are still going through. But we, when it first started, it was really heavy and it feels very similar to that. So it's a little weird to watch, but I liked it. I was able to obviously binge it really fast, which is really rare for me nowadays because I have no time. When you told me that you were on episode seven, I'm just thinking like, holy fuck, you just like went through like six hours. I like, did. 
yeah, I can do that, and I'll just go to bed at like fucking four thirty in the morning. Well, but um, you are actually like responsible. Well, my husband went to sleep so early. Life. Yeah, well, he went to sleep so early, and I was like, well, I want to watch one more, and then like I was like, I want to watch one more, and then I was like, I want to watch one more. Drug out. And then I was like, damn, okay, like I need to stop. And then I was like, I only have one more. I almost watched the last episode last night, but I was like, no, I have to go to bed. I have work tomorrow morning. So actually speaking of, I have work tomorrow morning. So all in all, I guess if you had to give a rating to the series, one out of five stars. I mean, right now I would give it four. Yeah. It's a, I'd give it a four as well. There's definitely be a season two. There has to be. because uh, If they don't do a season two, I will murder I'll, everyone. Yeah, I will just fucking murder Netflix. There's so, so, so many unanswered questions. If you haven't watched it, uh, you shouldn't have listened to any of this. <laughs> um, yeah, rewind. because uh, Go back <laughs> because we gave so many spoilers. But if you did watch it, let us know what you thought about the show, if you liked it or not, or didn't like it, or what you thought was good or what you thought wasn't. Maybe we missed something that was big that we didn't talk about. But, you know, we were trying to just we didn't really take heavy notes this time. We basically just watched the whole series and just like wanted to like just kind of talk about it. But I we're, I look forward to season two for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Starting next week. Well, actually, huh? starting days. this week, Loki is uh, starting on Disney Plus. So we're going to be talking about that series from here on out for a bit. So that's going to be our new weekly podcast to chat about. That's right. Should yeah. Be fun. I'm wondering if the episodes are going to be like 30, 45 minutes. Like what, how long they're going to be? I'm, I'm hoping for like the 45. Oh, you are 40, 40 to 50, something like that. Of course I'm not. Why? I loved the WandaVision, WandaVision series and how the episodes were about 30 minutes. I could watch them real quick. It was really easy for my short time frame. I prefer the little longer. Of course you do. I got the time though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So we'll have to see. And uh, so that'll start uh, this week and we'll start talking about it next week. Woo. I think we're good. So we will talk to you guys next week. We're going to be talking about Loki. But until then, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Franken underscore nerd. And our Twitter is just at Franken nerd. And if you want to follow me, it's at Lurpa Crap, L-I-R-P-A-K-R-A-P. And if you want to follow Chase, I'm at Chase McKnight. Wow. So until next week, we will talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye.